It's time for the week two preview, part one, starting now. Smells like football, baby. <laughs> What up and welcome into the show. I'm your host, Kyle, the Fancy Football Smackdown. And with me once again from the Word on the Streets podcast, it's Bob, the Three-Toed Warrior. What up, bro? What's going on, Kyle? Week two, man. I'm so pumped. Uh, man, week one was not so great for me uh, as far as uh-huh. records go. It was probably about 30% win percentage. Not great. So I'm really looking forward to week two, man. You pumped for this? I am pumped. I went four and, four and two, so I went 66. That's pretty good, six. man. That's a little devilish. That, that's usually – that's let's try – you know, I think honestly, like if you can hit at a 65 to, you know, percent win percentage, if you're in a ton of leagues, like that's pretty good, I think. Uh, and now usually across the board, gets you into playoffs in a lot of spots. But sure, we sure. got a lot to cover, man. We got eight games today, eight games tomorrow. So make sure you're subscribed to both podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at KyleFFFellas and check out waiver wire sniping on Saturday. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I pretty much keep posting that every hour. Uh, and those <laughs> are the guys that you can pick up ahead of next week. So that when we're we're talking about these guys uh, on the week three waiver wire preview, they're already on your roster. So check out waiver wire sniping and and uh, and Bob. Where can people find you, man? I can be found found on Twitter at Bob's Three Toad on YouTube at Bob's Three Toad Warriors. Uh, and I have a bonus episode, so that's why you want to follow both handles because sometimes we've got those bonus episodes. Mine is a weekly uh, live stream which comes live on Tuesday, eight p.m. Jump on. You get to interact. You get to ask questions. When you're freaking out on your on your waiver wire, just ask us. We'll answer those questions for you, what we think. Uh, a few people did uh, last week. It was a lot of fun. And then that show replays uh, on Wednesdays for those who can't be on live at 8 p.m. Central. Yeah, it's, it's fun time, man. So make sure you're subscribed to both both uh, podcasts. Again, follow us both on Twitter. Hit us up with any start, set dilemmas you might have, trade questions, any of that, anything like that. We're always here for you guys. But uh, before we dive into our eight games, including tonight's matchup, Bengals and Browns, hell yes, thanks NFL. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what uh, we had a couple wager wall bets that were in the balance as we were recording uh, the Tuesday show. So uh, where did we end up there, Bob? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I'm uh, picking up where Seth couldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had well, Ian Thomas lost to Herndon for me. Yep. This one was still on the go. It was Deontay Johnson who finished with 6.7 points in half PPR versus Ruggs at 8.1. I'll take that one as well. Stupid fumble, man. If it wasn't for that, I get the win. If it wasn't for a lot of things, right? (laughs) I'd be taller. Um, Chris Carson Carson beat up my Singletary cheese. Your Jimmy G lost to my Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, another one there. Big Ben for you, 22.1. Uh, beat squeezed out Gardner Minshew at 20.8. I believe that's what that says. And then uh, you're Ridley over my Beckham because that was terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, that should have counted for two wins for you. Sorry, bud. <laughs> uh, Juju came back strong, but ah, 21.9 points was not enough to handle Adam Thielen. Uh, so I won four to three. It's a narrow victory, yeah. but you have enough narrow victories. And at the end of the season, you're, you know, we'll see. We, we got a, we got a long, long season. Long season, man. We'll get <laughs> some more. That. We'll get some more wager wall bets. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure throughout the show today. But let's kick this baby off. Thursday night football. Like I said, we're all pumped for this, man. It's <laughs> week two and Thursday night. It's already bringing the heat. Bengals yeah. at Browns. Both these teams are coming off losses. Uh, Cincinnati almost picked up a dub, but uh, their kicker got injured. Um, so 
we'll see if the Bengals can bounce back here. But let's start on the Cincinnati side of the ball. Uh, Joe Burrow is somebody that, you know, if you're in super flex leagues, like I was kind of hesitant starting him in, in week one. I'm, I'm not necessarily super buying in even in week two. He's probably not making my starting lineup. Is Does he make your uh, – is he a start for you or are you still <laughs> waiting on, on uh, Joe Cool? I got him down at 20. So if I'm in a super flex, I'll start him. If, um, if he was the best thing I could find on the waiver wire and I'm streaming – Sure, maybe, but I'm not excited about it. Yeah, so. I'm. I'm with you there. I, I think on the uh, on the running back side, we know Joe Mixon. Uh, we know what he is, right? He's he's a low end RB one, high end RB two, and he's mm-hmm. inside the top twelve for both of us. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the wide receivers. Uh, AJ Brown or AJ Green. There, you did yep. it last week. I did it this week. Uh-huh. AJ Green uh, saw a good amount of targets, and Tyler Boyd disappointed out of the gate. Um, you're a little bit down on uh, on on Mr. Green this week. Where you got him? Uh, I have him down at, I just saw Boyd, uh, green. I must have him a lot lower. I have him down at 32 and I have uh, Boyd at 33. So I got them eating into each other's work a little bit more this week than, than last week. That's what I'm, what I'm hoping for being the Boyd owner. And it's what I could realistically see happening. Um, AJ green is definitely a stud. Uh, Boyd's no, no, no slouch. So, um, I see him eating into it. So, and neither team having a great game. Right. I think that with Green, I'm buying into a little bit more. He was heavily targeted, which is good. You know, going into the season, I was worried about the injury, but on a week to week basis, you know, obviously that's not a factor. I got him at 19. So I think AJ Green is a really a solid wide receiver, too, for you right out of the gate this week. And uh, and Boyd, I have at thir- 33, which is right there with you. I, I still roll him out there as a wide receiver at three or a flex. I think he bounces back this week. So I'm on that train. And uh, neither of us are are starting Austin Hooper. I'm pretty sure uh, we both have him outside no. the top 12, even yep. with Njoku on IR. Um, you can still hold him like we talked about on Tuesday, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait on that. What are about you, the, uh, go are ahead. you going right past Ozama? Oh, did I, I skipped over. Uh, I went straight to Cleveland. I don't know why. Ozama. Yeah. Well, you any interest there? I got him down at 18. It ain't great, <laughs> but if you're a uh, streaming, he had a decent week last week and uh, he could quietly be a nice little streamable tight end for you. Yeah, he's somebody. If you're in tight end premium deep leagues or whatever, right. if he if he made it through the wire, I don't I don't mind grabbing Uzama before kickoff tonight and uh, and just seeing if those targets still carry over. I like that call. I skipped Austin Hooper uh, on the Brown side of the ball, but um, let let's cover the Browns. Who who are you starting on uh, out of this out of this offense? I guess you could call it. Not a lot of production in <laughs> week one. So who you feel uh, confident? In, who are you looking to who are you looking to uh, sit on the pine? I don't think either one of us are loving quarterback scenario. I flip over to running back. Um, I'll start Chubb. Actually, we both have him at 15. So we'll both start Chubb as an RB2 in there. And um, I'm fine. I'm fine with uh, Hunt as well as a low-end RB2. Actually, we're both at 23, oddly. Um, at tight end, it's a maybe, but I'm not excited about Hooper. But Njoku is out of the way, and I ain't mm-hmm. joking. So, <laughs> so that could make him a little more valuable, just something to keep an eye on because he's not a bad t- uh, tight end at all. Uh, wide receiver, not excited. The wide receivers, you got Odell Beckham Jr. Consensus over at Fancy Pros is 19. You and I have them, uh, 24, 23. Uh, so we're still starting them, but expectations lowered a little bit. Uh, where are you at with Jarvis Landry? Uh, I think, uh, his uh, limited hip action has me down at 45. I'm not excited to start him. I'm curious how healthy he comes back and if he's just a, a decoy, if he's out there, if he's totally fine and he gets more practice in, but it's tomorrow, it's well, it's today. Right. Um, it's 
on we're recording on Wednesday and he was limited. So it's a little worrisome for me. Uh, it helps o Odell hopefully a little, but yeah, I'm not starting him if I don't absolutely have to. And I don't think anybody does. So, yeah. So obviously, yeah, like you said, keep an eye on the status. I, I benched him in a couple spots mm -hmm. last week. So I was a little bit worried. He had five catches, 61 yards on six targets. Even that's a little bit light, you know, for Beckham. Usually there's a couple more targets in there. They were chasing, you know, in that game against Baltimore. So Landry. Landry. Yep. Yeah. So I, I don't mind starting him as a as a flex if I need to. I'm at 31, um, but I'm I'm not super excited. And if you have other options that aren't dealing with injuries, I, I totally get that. So, yeah. Uh, anything else from this game? Uh, no, I'm just not loving the game. Yeah, Cleveland defense uh, was only nine percent owned coming into the weekend. I'm sure that they're a little bit more owned, but they're probably readily available if you want to pivot. Uh, maybe you didn't pick up one off of the wire right away. So. Let's move into the Sunday action. These are all going to be one o'clock games here. We're going to start right here in Chicago. Uh, weirdly enough, we are both outside of Chicago, but the Bears are not our team, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> so we'll go. We got the Giants coming to the Bears. Uh, the Bears surprisingly want to know, which is hilarious. But let's start with the Giants side of the ball. Uh, we saw Daniel Jones put up a couple touchdowns uh, last on Monday night, which was which was good to see in a tough matchup. But uh, are you trusting them this week? Nope. Next question. Yeah, I'm with you there. Saquon Barkley had next yep. to no yardage, but we're starting him, obviously. Uh, what about the wide receiver? Slayton had a huge game, uh, and then we also saw uh, Shepard kind of doing his thing, getting some looks, but Golden Tate was out. How are you feeling about this trio? Uh, I guess Slayton is that, that fringe 2-3 wide receiver as a realistic point that could blow up at any time. Mm -hmm. So I'm comfortable starting him uh, in my flex. I'd love to, and then have him blow up there. I'm totally cool with that. Don't want to see him on my bench again this week. Yeah. Um, because he was last week. Because yeah. I do love the man. Um uh see Slayton or is that Slayton? Shepard. Yep. I don't think I'm nearly as high on Shepard. Yeah, 46 for me. So I'm probably not starting him anywhere because I probably don't have to. Right. Yeah, Shepard is kind of a PPR, you know, low end wide receiver three or flex. Uh he's outside the top 40 for both of us, 43 for me, 46 for you. Uh, I'm pretty high on Slayton, uh, and actually, I think both of us are compared to the consensus. Consensus 36. I know it's a tougher matchup with Chicago, but he just came off a really tough matchup against the Steelers. I am at 26. You have at 27. We're rolling him uh, this week as a wide receiver three flex option for you. Uh, that is Darius Slayton. Keep an eye on the Golden Tate injury. He was out last week, of course. Uh, he got in a limited practice, I believe, this week uh, on Wednesday, so keep an eye on that. But I believe he got limited practice last week, too, and didn't, didn't suit up. And... Uh, Evan Ingram, man. Evan Ingram. Uh, I got him at 12. Consensus has him at 11. You're you're not skipping away from this, man. You got him at six. I have him at six. I'm looking for, for him to get some work. I was actually going back to double check to make sure I wasn't crazy on that ranking. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh I think he'll have a, a decent game. Uh he'll get targeted a lot. And he'll and if you're playing any half half PPR, which is what I'm statting him out in, then I think yep. it should be should be good there. So Obviously, I'm liking him, which I don't normally. So, <laughs> do you want an Evan Ingram versus Tyler Higby bet? Uh, I had Hawkinson versus Higby, but you call it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll take. I'm definitely. I'll Higby. That's what I want. You got Higby at 19. We're not gonna talk about that game today. Well, I got uh, Hawkinson at 17. I got Hawkinson. I have oh, Hawkinson you got at Hawkinson 17. 17. Yeah. So it's about an even flip, and I got him at eight. Yeah. What's uh? We can do that one. We'll do, even though it's not the game where we're going to touch on Hawkinson here in a minute, but we can do uh, Higby and Hawk so we don't forget about it. Right. So I like that. I, I'm I'm fine on Evan Ingram. I got him at 12. Uh, you know, the matchup is is tough. 
Um, and I, there's just some other tight end options that I think gained some momentum uh, this last week. So it's not that I don't like Evan Ingram. I'm probably I'm not picking up a, a streaming option really um, to play over him. So you're just going to plug and play um, there. I'm not, I'm not going to drop him for like the Johnny Smiths of the world or Herndon or any of those guys that were kind of on the wire that we talked about this week. On the Chicago side of the ball, Mitch Trubisky, he ended up being, wow. what, a top five quarterback last week? Freaking nuts. Um, and he's, like you mentioned earlier on the waiver wire show, he's playing for his job. I got him at 23, right there with consensus. Bob, where you got the old Trubisky? Listen, man, I got him at 16. It's higher than consensus. <laughs> it's higher than you, but it's not ridiculous. Would you start him over Jimmy G? Uh, I mean, I Jimmy G is playing the Jets, but I don't love Jimmy G's passing options. Yeah, so that's a trade-off here, right? That's true. I'll take yep. him over that. Ryan Tannehill against Jacksonville again. Don't love the air game for Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Do love the matchup matchup against Jacksonville, but they just might run the ball a million times because they just don't care. They've got the game under control. Um, who else is in that range? I mean, who's at eighteen? I don't know. There's a lot of guys right there. It's like I don't see why not. So sure. Tyrod Taylor, I'm not putting them behind. Taylor. Yeah, you got you have Matthew Stafford at 18, Mitch Trubisky at 16. That one, that one, I'm, I'm not too sure about, but I I don't mind the call on the other guys playing him over Tannehill. I think you know the upside could be in, in Trubisky's favor there as far as game script goes. Uh, for instance, like um, I don't have it ranked this way for in here, but I I should flip it that way because I'm making this move in a league. I'm <laughs> I'm playing him over I'm playing him over Tyrod Taylor, who I talked about a lot. Um, you know, on the waiver so, show, uh, you know, I wrote about him a ton. I, I just think that, you know, they're kind of even, and I think Mitch is more likely to chuck it. And I was concerned that we didn't see really any rushing yards from Tyrod last week. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't mind the call there. Uh, on the running back side, Dave, David Montgomery, this is, should be a good matchup. Uh, we saw what Benny Snell did. Montgomery, I really like the fact that he got, I think, 16 carries or 13 carries somewhere in there. Um, first, like right back from the injury, which is awesome. So he's a low end RB two for both of us. Um, Tariq Cohen, I, the game script might not be out like completely out of control. So, uh, we're a little bit lower on this week. We got him just outside, uh, the top 30, we got him around 35th. So he's a mm-hmm. PPR, you know, guy, I guess. Um, and then Alan Robinson, he spent the entire week whining, uh, <laughs> but he's in our top. He's in our top 10. You don't need to worry about that. What about Anthony Miller? He was a guy that some people grabbed off the waivers. He was really popular on waiver wire uh, articles and such. How confident are you in starting Anthony Miller coming off a touchdown performance? I'm not. It was a beautiful deep ball, beautiful pass, beautiful catch, beautiful touchdown, uh, and I and that's fantastic. Uh, I'm not too confident he'll do it again yeah. this week. So I got him down at 43. You got him down at 38. Not loving starting him, but, again, if you have to, that's fine. But yeah, same. Sure. Yep, I'm right there with you, man. I, I think we kind of, I, you know, wait until the bye weeks till I'm probably put, putting him in my lineup on a consistent basis. But um, yeah, she's, he's not a, a must start or anything like that uh, for me. Yep. And Jimmy Graham? Uh, nah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. You got, right. the tight end, you got the tight end touchdown. Is It did it just about everybody in the top, the you know, the, what, six through 12. Yeah. So, no thanks. Um, if you want to add him, he did get a lot of targets. If you want to add him in deeper leagues or tight end premium, I did that in a few spots just to see if this is real, but not counting on it. All right. This is going to be a fun game for fantasy, and I'm anticipating not a fun game for me. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons travel to Dallas for Dallas's home opener. They're going to have 25% capacity fans there. Woo! I won't be there, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to see a little bit of this game. 
uh, on the Falcon side of the ball, coming off of uh, you know big yardage day, a couple touchdowns. Matty Ice, top eight for both of us, uh, and the receivers. You know them, you love them. They're both in the top ten. These are auto starts. So um, anything, and, and Todd Gurley is going to be top twenty. I mean, this this is a pretty easy team, unless you're. I guess the really only the question marks are Russell Gage, Hayden Hurst. How confident are you at either of those two guys? I'm throwing Hayden Hurst out there still in my own leagues because. He was one of my uh, streamers. I have him. I need a bigger sheet on this thing. I have to scroll back from quarterback to uh, Hayden Hurst. I got him at 10, a couple yep. spots behind you. So I'm definitely comfortable starting him. This is a, uh, what do you call it, Kyle? A start them all blanket? Start them all blanket, baby. Boom. It's actually a start them all blanket pretty much on both sides of the ball. I, I other than tight much. end for Dallas. I think pretty much, man. You're pretty much playing every eligible fantasy player uh, yeah. in this game. I mean, and that's and that's pretty simple. When you flip to the other side of the ball, uh, with the Dallas Cowboys, you're rolling out all the usual suspects. Uh, I was a little bit surprised that Amari Cooper was even at 12. Like I love Cooper this week. Like if you're, uh, you know, if you're like kind of in, if you're in any games where you can play like a one-off receiver, that type of thing, like, or one player, like once a year, like I would target Cooper. Like I think he's going to have a really nice game, a lot of targets for him, 10 catches and that Sunday nighter. Uh, so I like him a lot. Obviously Gallup is somebody that I'm really high on. I got him at 16. I think he's a wide receiver too. must start. Um, but CeeDee Lamb, man, he's he's one of he's one of my starts at wide receiver this week. I, I think he saw plenty of targets without Blake Jarwin there, just opens it up even more for these three receivers to to all get good looks. And Lamb looked really good out of the gate. So um I like what I saw from him as far as being involved in the offense. So he is for me 28, C- 28 man. So he, he's a solid wide receiver three. Yeah, he's 39 for me. And that's not because I don't think he's extremely talented, and I don't think it's gonna be a great game. Um I just think there's going to be a lot of action going on, and he might not get as much as we like to see him go uh, go and get. I don't mind him in, in my flex, uh, but I'm just not as high on him this week. Yep. I'm That's actually right. – yeah. I do have uh, – I do have um, – uh, damn it. There it goes. Matt Ryan Drink. as my uh, – as there it is. But I thought of it myself. You didn't help me. <laughs> That's true. I think even pausing though should be a should be enough. That's fine. I did. It did. <laughs> For those who don't know, I literally probably have early all, Alzheimer's. I go blank on player's name only when I'm under pressure. Um, so Matt Ryan is my uh, quarterback start of the week. Uh, didn't get a chance to mention that in there as we went through it, but wanted to mention that there. I think he's going to have a huge game. There's going to they're going to be chucking the ball just like last week. So. Yep. Yeah, I think this is going to be this is money right here. I'm getting anybody I can really in this in this game. Um, I'm with you on Hurst, Gage, and not somebody I'm starting yet. Uh, like, would you go Gage or Anthony Miller? Gage? Oh, I'll see. Big old question mark there, but where did I actually put him down here? <laughs> I have to scroll. I'll just use Anthony Miller, 43. Yeah, Gage, Gage is 56 in consensus. I got him at 52. I don't have him you don't have him ranked. Anthony Miller is at least ranked. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Anthony Miller it is. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, let's move on to a NFC North divisional matchup, man. This is crazy. Like, uh, last week, cause it was lions bears and then Vikings green Bay. They all played each other. And then another, uh, NFC North matchup, Detroit at green Bay. So right out of the gate, they got some big games for the Packers. Um, Detroit's the road team. So let's start with them. I mentioned Matthew Stafford earlier. You got him at, down at 18 consensus has him at 15. Um, you just, uh, just more guys you like, or are you down on Stafford this week? Uh, I think it's more guys I like uh, sneaking up, like Minshew sneaking up in there. Mm-hmm. I even have Garoppolo above him, which I don't like. So 
Uh, and, that, and I want to see Galladay back on the field. You got to get Galladay back on the field, and I'm just going to notch him up real quick. Gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good point. Which is going to be funny when we get to tight end because it's totally opposite, but it's because of Galladay that I, that I have have that. So we'll get there in a second. Um, yeah, I I think I have Stafford at 12. I don't really if Galladay plays, that's great. Um, but I, I still think he's going to have to be really chucking the ball, keeping up with this Packers offense. Um, I would not start any of the streamers uh, above Matthew Stafford. Um, you have Minshew over him, which I, I isn't horrible. I, I don't hate that um, by any means. Minshew is available in a lot of leagues. He's only owned in 30% of Yahoo leagues right now. So if you got an extra bench spot um, or you just want to make the swap, you know, Minshew's out there. And we talked about it on uh, on the Tuesday show. Minshew's matchups are awesome. Uh, over the next few weeks. So he's going to be a guy, I can guarantee you guys, he's going to be in waiver wire sniping. So uh, if you want to just get on that now, you can add him, Gardner Minshew. You, you like any of the running backs uh, on that side of the ball? I, I, I don't. Um, no. AP for me is just, I, I don't know if I can trust it again. I, there were some rumors that AP, that uh, they were they had carry on a snap on a snap count. I don't know. I do think AP is the lead back there. So I, I have him at 30, but I'm not overly excited. Um Apparently we are excited because consensus has him at 42, which seems kind of strange. That's um, too low. But I yeah, that that seems a little too crazy for me. Um, so I'd play him over like I'd play him over Josh Kelly. I'd play him over James White. Um, you know, if it's not full PPR, but in half PPR, I would. So I, I think he's an okay flex if you're stuck, if you're dealing with an injury, if you're the Connor owner and he doesn't play. Um something like that, but I, I'm not trying to cram him in my lineup by any means. And kind of the same thing like with Swift. I actually have Swift at 33. Um, if you're in a half PPR, full PPR, he was seeing a lot of the passing downs work. Uh, and again, I think they're going to be playing from behind in this game. So um, I'm not really putting a lot of stock in the fact that he got the rushing touchdown. I mean, that's great and everything, but yeah. I'm putting more stock into the fact that he was the passing downs back for the Lions. Yeah. And you look at it, you got Mo- you got Zach Moss at 28 and I got him at 30. That's what's surrounding AP right there. That's mm-hmm. Is anyone excited about starting Zach Moss at this point? No. Are you Not excited yet. about starting Adrian Peterson? No. That's the way I'm illustrating this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I so. hear you. So I have Swift in a bunch of leagues. If you're honestly, guys, if you have them, uh, I, I'm still trying to stay away. If I can, I would, I would start like nine. I would start the waiver wire guys this week, like Naeem Hines, Malcolm Brown, Benny Snell, if Connor's out, like I'm starting those guys over all the Detroit guys. Um, but if you have to plug them in in a PPR, I'm not totally against it. Marvin um, Jones, I got him 31, you got him 37. Receivers, the flex, big question mark with Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate it, man. He, he's, uh, he didn't lead the team in targets, what people might have expected, but, um, yeah, he's a flex option. That's pretty much that. All right, ready uh, to party? Danny Mandola and PPR. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right, tight end, TJ Hawkinson. Consensus 13, you're 17, my eight. <laughs> I, don't, I can't. Man, what, so what, what do you, what's the deal? Why do you like him so much? Targets, targets, targets. And I literally put on the, uh, on the note here, uh, against Green Bay, better not ghost us this year with Galladay still shaking up and then the opponent's Green Bay. Uh, if, if he's putting up points over in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, like he did last week, maybe I should be higher on Matt Stafford. But um, <laughs> I think I just think Hawkinson's going to get the work. So let's go. Gotcha. I uh, 
Yeah, I actually had Hawkinson as my sit at tight end. I they have yes, consensus right now at thirteen. I I just don't see it yet. I think even with with Galladay out, I would start him. But um, so so if you don't have Galladay in and you don't like um, Hawkinson, who in the hell is Stafford throwing to? I, I think I think there's a chance Galladay plays, but I still think that Stafford can get it done with his little uh, island of misfit toys. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Just spread yeah. out to everybody and nobody yeah. gets anything worth playing with. Okay. Yeah. Pretty fine. much. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that one on the wager wall. Thank yeah. <laughs> Packers. Uh, we're starting Aaron Rodgers. We both have inside the top 10. You're starting Aaron Jones. I think you're going to roll out Devonte Adams. Um, so we don't really need to touch on those guys, nope. but uh, what about uh, MVS and Alan Lazard? Both those guys had pretty nice days as far as yardage goes. Um, the targets led MVS's way, and these guys were waiver wire ads. So, what are you doing with them? Uh, I'm willing to flex them if you got them. Uh, if you, there are other flexes I like above them, but I'd, I'd flex them. I'm trying to figure out where I have them as I'm scrolling down while I'm talking. Um, yeah, it's 61 but, in Fantasy Pros consensus right now, which is for MVS, which seems pretty low. I mean, Alan Lazard right now in uh, consensus is 52. Um, I actually give MVS the slight edge there, but I have him at. I have MVS at 47, so I'm not I'm not really plugging him in over any of the big guys um, per se. Yeah. But if you're in a situation where you lost Michael Thomas or you're still without Sutton or Galladay or whatever, MVS would be my choice out of those two guys. Yeah, and I would say Lazard for me was my choice. We both have Lazard at 48, which is right by MVS there. Mm-hmm. Um, they they both have an opportunity here. It's it's only in a deep league where you have yeah. that second third flex. It's not your your first flex option, that's for sure. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I think that's it, man. Anything else in this game? Or are we good? Uh, no. Unfortunately, we can't look at Jay Sternberger yet, but give him a hot minute. <laughs> uh, by the time he gets going, he's going to be on the, on the wire. I'm done. I started cutting bait with him. I just couldn't. Yeah, I know. Jeez. All right. Uh, so, a few of these games have been pretty simple, but let's talk about a little bit more interesting here. Jacksonville at Tennessee. These are some tough decisions, I think, to make with some of these guys. Let's start with the Jacksonville side of the ball. I mentioned Gardner Minshew. He's only owned in 30% of Yahoo leagues. His schedule is sweet going forward. Um, but James, you're you're pretty much, we've talked about it a little bit. You got him at 15, so you're confident in starting him this week if you need? Yeah, between his his feet and his uh, his arm, I think he'll get it done. I think he'll stay competitive. I think he'll chase, and um, I think he'll, he'll make us happy. I I think the problem is that if, if you're in a lot of leagues and you're using him as your, your flex guy, you're a streaming guy, and if there's not a lot on the waiver behind him, you're probably stuck with him as your flex guy, um, or just go grab someone else you want to stream. But I, I do feel pretty confident in him because I put him at 15. So yeah, I, I like I like him this week. I have him at 19, uh, but that's again just be not that I hate him. I I just uh, I do think that Tennessee defense is solid. Yeah. Um, well, the Denver I, Broncos put up a crap load of points on them. I mean, they they did, I guess. No, um, they had some. Hey, they had some points. That was pretty good. They <laughs> should have won that game thanks to uh, <laughs> that kicker. Um, oh, you just forgot a name. Yeah, I don't need to. He's not even worth saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I got Minshew over. Um, I have him over Tyrod, Joe Burrow tonight, uh, Kirk Cousins pretty easily. Um, I have him over Philip Rivers. Uh, Daniel Carr. Jones, yep, Mayfield, even like I don't, I'm playing Minshew, feel pretty good about that. And again, like his prospects going forward. Uh, Robinson, man, James Robinson, he had a he had all the carries, he had one catch, he had all the carries for the uh, at the running back position for the Jags. 
34 in consensus against this Tennessee uh, Titans defense, which did give up a little bit to uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, gave up a touchdown. Uh, we both have him. I have, well, actually, I have him at 29. I read that wrong. You have him at 39. So no bueno yeah. for you, huh? Nice. No, you know, consensus is right in the middle of the two of us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly in the middle of two of us. I, I don't. I don't love a team that is projected to be losing, and the guy is mostly probably going to be running. I don't know. We didn't see, but we didn't see. He did get 100 percent of the ball, so you know yeah. they are passing, dumping the ball to him, which they didn't do last week, but they were quote unquote winning. So you know, hey, wasn't a big win, but it was a win. So yeah, I I think you know, and again, Robinson was probably added either before week one or even this last week in a bunch of leagues. Um, I would play him, guys. I would play him over. I'd play him over the Detroit running backs. Um, I'd play him over uh, any of the Washington running backs. I'd play him over any of the Patriots running backs um, and any yeah. of the Dolphins running backs. So again, no, not like any huge names there, but I'm not right. messing around with any of those. Um, I, I think kind of that maybe the biggest one that we won't talk about on today's show, I'd play him over like I'd play him over JK Dobbins. Uh, I play him almost over all the rookies outside of CEH sure. and yep. Josh um, Kelly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, on the for the wide receivers, DJ Chark for me is still a wide receiver too. Really like him. I think better yep. days ahead. Fifteen about, 16 for us, absolutely. What about Chanel? Uh yeah. If you need to. Um scrolling down. Fifty three for me and four fifty five for you. So yeah. you really gotta need to. I wanna see it before I start pumping that guy in my lineup. So yeah, I take the Green Bay guys over him at this yeah. for right now. But yeah, that's kind of gross. So he's interesting to own, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they don't have a tight end. So <laughs> Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee side of the ball. What's your thoughts on Tannehill this week? Uh Tannehill, I got it swan 19. 19. Okay, I knew it was close. <laughs> at 19, I was, I was sitting there. 19, you got him at 14. Uh doesn't excite me, but I you I could play him, but it doesn't excite me. Yeah, he's forty five percent owned right now in Yahoo leagues. He was this nice. He was a lot of people's streaming target of the week. Um, I would play him over Tom Brady. Uh, I wouldn't drop him for Tom Brady because his matchups are really tough. We talked about that on Tuesday's show. But for this week, I would make that swap or you know burn the roster spot on him for the week. Um, again, other guys that I would play him over. Uh, I'd play him over Big Ben. I'd play him over Jimmy G in a really good matchup. Um, I play him over Gardner Minshew. So, uh, you know, I, I like him this week, but again, with quarterbacks, just always make sure, like, if you don't want to burn two roster spots, are you really going to drop your other guy if they're close on the week? Um, so keep an eye on that. But I like Tannehill this week. I think he's going to be solid. So, uh, Derrick Henry is an auto start. We know that. Yep. On the wide receiver, man. We, so <laughs> what, what happened? What happened, dude? We were, we, we recorded before the game because they played your Broncos and AJ Brown was, Dude, throw his ass on a milk carton. Like, he was just gone, like, right. looking for him, right? Your Love boy, it. Corey Davis, going That's out right. like a mug. That's right. <laughs> so what are we doing with him this week? you starting Davis over A.J. Brown? Am I starting Davis over A.J. Brown? Answer, short, no. Um, so I'm still going to go with a little bit of history there. Uh, we both have um, have him as a, as a, as a one, A.J. Brown, Brown. Yep. not Corey Davis. I have Corey Davis questionably at 28, uh, a, a high-end three, almost a low-end two. Uh, you have him at, uh, I just moved my screen, 40, which is pretty good for you. Consensus is 65, so yeah. pretty proud of you there. Uh, he did not practice today, so be, watch out there. He had a little little hammy, which a lot of guys are going to have. Some players, you give them the uh, 
you give them the the uh, oh you're gonna be okay. He just had a little hammy. And some guys you're like, no man, you gotta bury this guy. He has a hammy. So <laughs> I'm gonna yep. be biased. I'm gonna say he's gonna recover from this hammy because it didn't seem to hamper him in the game. So just needs a little, a little icy hot on it, call it a day, yeah. and uh, get back there on the field. He was dealing with that going into the game on Monday and played. So usually in those scenarios, I'm okay rolling him. Uh, I I won't. We can obviously take it back down if if something changes with the injury. But do you want Corey Davis versus CD Lamb? Uh, where is CD Lamb? Um, probably. I have CD Lamb at 28, and you have him at 39. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're we're pretty much even up flip there. Right. Yeah. Cool. That's a bet. All right, we'll do that. Uh, obviously, with most of these, if in, if there's an injury before the game or something dramatically changes, we we uh, hold the right to adjust, but we generally try to keep them in there. Um, I, I'm with you on everything you said. I think that uh, you know I I'm okay rolling Davis out there in like that MVS range. Like I'm not overly excited about him. He's not somebody that I you know if I add him off the wire, I'm plugging and playing him this week um, necessarily. But if you're in a deeper league and you owned him, then you know you could consider it. Take a look. And uh, man, Johnny Smith, man, like he looked good. You know, he looked good again. I wish I had more ownership of him. I picked him up in a couple leagues off the wire, which was fun. Um, we got him right at around 11, 12. So yeah. uh, you're plugging him in. You do. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Uh, anything else in this game? Uh, nope. I'm just double checking real quick. See if we uh, missed anything here. No, looks good. I think we're good now. Uh, wait. Yeah, go for it. Tannehill versus Minshew. You want that one? Yeah, I wrote it down. Oh, boy. All right, we'll do it. That's fine. Dang it. Oh, that didn't sound confident. <laughs> I, I just, they were so close on the waiver wire this week, but I, I think for this week, I, I would go that route. All right. The waiver wire ads, I was definitely, they were really close because of the matchups coming up. But for this week, I, let's yeah, do one. Going head to head. They're going head to head. That's right. All right, right, cool. All right, we got three games left. So let's do this thing. We got Minnesota at Indianapolis. Um, Two surprise, you know, I wouldn't say surprise loss, I guess, but they're both going 0 1 into this matchup. They don't want to start 0 2, obviously. So let's start on the Minnesota side of the ball. Kirk Cousins, even chasing 47 points, the dude still doesn't throw, <laughs> but uh, he got the touchdowns. <laughs> Fancy day was okay, uh, but we're pretty much out. He's outside the top 20 for consensus for me, for you. Yeah. Uh, not really looking forward to, to playing him uh, nope. this week nope. with the running back situation. Now, obviously, uh, Marlon Mack, he's done for the year. So those JT shares are looking crazy good. Uh, where, where are you at with Jonathan Taylor heading into this week against the Colts? I'll start him. I don't Sorry. know why I'm ranked here, but I'll I start him. Wrong. I start. I flipped the. I flipped the script because I'm so excited to talk about Jonathan Taylor. You did. It really. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, wait, did I just? Miss I kept. I kept looking at Indy here. Do you want? Do you want to wrap up the Vikings first? <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I'm not okay. doing you any favors. You're too. We're weeks starting Cook. Thing. I'm just. I'm moving around all over the wrong direction. I got. Well, here I got Adam Thielen at five. You got him at twelve. So it is. Yeah. Consensus is seven. Uh, so you're kind of low on him. I'm kind of high on him. But we're both starting him. Big deal. Uh, you're, I don't think either one of us starting any other wide receivers on that team yet. Yep. And at tight end for them, we have. Nah, nothing. Nah. No. Not, not yet. Uh, Justin Jefferson, people, I think his, his target share, his snap share, uh, was solid. Uh, the production wasn't there in week one, but if you have him on your team, don't cut bait yet. Um, I'm right. not dropping him for Lazards or MVS or, you know, any of those lower end guys that, you know, people were picking up. Um, you know, even Russell Gage, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep, uh, Justin Jefferson a couple more weeks and see kids super talented. I, I want to see him emerge. 
Um, do, do you want another Adam Thielen bet? I mean, we don't have, I mean, he's a mega top 12, but. Uh, do we have anything that's I'll, even I'll close do, to I'll do, him and, I'll do him and Cooper. Yeah. That was just like in 512 and 612. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just, I'm just doubling up on the Cowboys this week. Like, like well, I did with the Steelers last week. So we didn't, co- we did cover the, uh, we did cover the Cowboys. So what about Gallup versus Allen? Uh, Keenan <laughs> Allen? Yeah. Jeez, I'm just taking them all. Forget it. Do it. I don't care. Screw it. Give the way you have them ranked and the way I have them ranked is right ranked. there for us. So, all right, Gala versus Keenan Allen. All right, good deal. <laughs> Whatever. All right, just jumping all over the place. All right, so that covers the Vikings. No Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. That's the list. Yep. Um, and keep uh, keep Madison and Jefferson rostered on your teams. All right, we'll flip to Indy. Same kind of deal with Philip Rivers. Not we're not overly excited about him. He's outside the top twenty. Uh, if you had to play one of the two quarterbacks in this, I have Rivers one spot above Kirk Cousins, and uh, you have you have Rivers uh, two spots above Kirk Cousins. So we go with Rivers in this game, but again, both outside the top twenty. Superflex, yeah, sure, yeah, oh, outside that, no, sure. Now we can talk about the Colts running game. I apologize, <laughs> Marlon Mack is out, as someone said, thir- ninety <laughs> seconds ago, whatever. Uh, JT, what's your thoughts on Jonathan Taylor this week? Eleven and twelve for for each of us. You you then me. I'm starting him uh, comfortably. I'm also going to start Naheem Hines if I'm in a half or full PPR uh, until further notice. Agreed. I have Hines at 24 this week in half PPR. If it's in PPR, I'd give him a bump over just a, even a few more guys. If he can uh, get that Eckler love, I'll take it. Dude, I, I think he's I think he is going to get it. I mean, seven was it 17 targets for the running backs last week from old Phil doing his thing. I think Hines is he's he is now he vaulted like before the season, it was kind of like the PPR guys. Like it was like, you know, James White, Cohen, uh, and then like Hines was kind of at the bottom of that group, right? But now he he's vaulted. He's he's in another atmosphere now for me. Like um, I think Hines is very securely a, a start this week. Um, the wide receivers. Uh, this is interesting as, as well. T.Y. Hilton didn't get as much love as we would have hoped. Uh, old Phil dumping it off to our boy Paris Campbell, who – if you saw some of, did you see some of these dynasty polls that McDowell was throwing out there? Of no, like, would you have no. this guy or Paris Campbell? Insanity, insanity. If you sell them right now, like <laughs> I, I, I like him and I have him on some squads, but like I'm looking to see if I can actually get some of those values because he almost won like every single poll. It was crazy. So Ryan yeah. McDowell is obviously a dynasty guy. Uh, yeah, but dude, I, I, I think uh, we're both starting Ty. But what's your thoughts yeah. on Paris Campbell coming out of Week One? So I have Paris Campbell sitting here at 41, and I'm and I'm looking at it, and I'm gonna change that on the fly right now, um, not on the sheet because I'm lazy, but I'm gonna change it verbally. Uh, I had him at 41, above him at 40 was Deontay Johnson. Uh, get out of the way, Deontay. Oh, uh, 39. I had do do do. That's down somewhere. Uh, CD Lamb. No, nah, no, worry about CD Lamb. John Brown didn't practice today with his foot. Maybe he'll be fine. Maybe he won't. I'll start him in front of John Brown. And then when he gets 37, Henry Ruggs, that's about where I have the, the toss-up for myself. Okay. So around that 37 mark. Uh, so a nice little low-end RB3 that could have some PPR love. Yeah, I like I like Campbell as a wide receiver three. He's uh, 32 in my rankings. I have him sandwiched in between the guys that are playing tonight. Um, Jarvis Landry, one spot ahead, but I don't mind making that swap. Like, like I mentioned earlier, like if you don't want to deal with the injury question marks, I think that's an easy, easy swap, uh, to go with Paris Campbell. Um, uh, I have him just ahead of Tyler Boyd, Jameson Crowder kind of deal with an injury too. Right. Sammy Watkins, the other week one, uh, love of everyone's life. 
So I, I'm playing I'm playing Campbell in a lot of spots. I'm playing him over Marvin Jones this week, Corey Davis, um, Robbie Anderson. Even like I, I like Paris Campbell quite a bit. And if you're in a full PPR, uh, he's a definite wide receiver three flex. You got to get him in your lineups there. Um, do 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 do. Doyle, that's where I was looking at. He was a uh, did not participate today on Wednesday, uh, so yesterday. If you guys are listening to this, so uh, just keep an eye on that. But if he's out, that's more uh, more looks for Hines and Campbell, really, in my Absolutely. opinion. So. Absolutely. All right, uh, Buffalo in my and Miami. Josh Allen coming off a, a big big game. He's top six for both of us. We like him in this yep. matchup. What about the running back, Singletary Moss? Where are you at? Uh, come on. I do. <laughs> uh, so I have Singletary at 24 and you have a 27. I'll start yep. him uh, more than likely the way I drafted. I probably have, he's probably down in my flex. So I may actually leave him on my bench, which I hate to do when there's a rookie incumbent behind him. Uh, but we both have Moss almost in that non-startable zone. So mm-hmm. I'm comfortable starting him over Moss. That's for dang sure. And maybe as a flex, that's where I'm at. Unfortunately. Yeah, I would roll. Um, I would roll with Hines over both those guys. Uh, I would probably go Benny Snell. I think two. He's yeah. Benny cool. Snell has the game. Then that's a very interesting look for me. I got him in nineteen. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah, I'd probably make that. I'd probably make that swap in my ranks. I'd put Snell over there if Connor's actually rolled ruled out. So um, you know, their flexes. I think this week uh, with still Singletary getting the slight edge for me, but just just by a hair. Yeah. Um. With the wide receivers you mentioned earlier, Smokey John Brown did miss practice on Wednesday with a foot. He actually had just, I think, either the same or one more target than um, Stefan Diggs in week one. Byron Jones, man, he really shut he he shut him down last week. He's a elite corner. They paid him that way. If Diggs, you know, draws Byron Jones, it could be in for a, a tougher day, but he's still at around 25 for both of us. So, um, you know, I think you're going to, I'm at 23. I, I think you can roll him out there as a low end wide receiver too, but. Sure. Um, that's kind of where we're at. Would you start John Brown if he was active? I don't know if I've ever started John Brown in my life, so no. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, that's actually honest. Yeah, I, I mean, he was good. He was fun last year. I had him in a few spots. Did you? Uh, Miami. Uh, we're not starting the Fitz Magic. This backfield nope. is a freaking mess. Uh, are you playing anybody from the backfield? Uh, I'm look on the backfield. No, yeah. I was looking over to wide receiver because I picked one right past that backfield real quick. <laughs> I was I wasn't skipping that even on accident. I was skipping them on purpose. Gaskins was added in a bunch of leagues. There's still a lot of question marks. I'm trying to hold. Yeah. Um, I'm not playing Gaskins really over anybody, man. I got him. Uh, I got him at 39. So if you if I had to take one stab, it would be him. But uh, he's probably going to drop down a few spots once we get some of these injury question marks cleared up there. Um, so he's probably going to be outside the top 40 for me. Wide receivers: Parker dealing with an injury. Yeah. Um, what yep. are we doing with the receivers? Well, we both have Preston Williams down at 44 and 47. And if if he's the main guy, I can't leave him there. I got to mm-hmm. probably put him somewhere in the mid-30s. So in that Henry Ruggs area, maybe not above Judy, especially with Court and Sutton, Sutton out, but probably above or right around debating flipping a coin with um, Ruggs and just ahead of Edelman. Okay. Which sounds backwards from the way I have it written, but um, – <laughs> I'm just not digging Edelman as much as my ranking is. And you yeah. definitely aren't. You have him 45. So, yeah, for me, Williams is somebody, once we get, if if Parker is all the way out, I think Williams would be a, around 35th uh, for me. Yeah. Like I have Marvin Jones at 37. He'd probably be right yeah. about there um, yeah, in my rankings. The board for you and me. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. So if you have even Landry, I, I would just roll Landry tonight if you have that that question because if Parker plays, I think it does hurt Williams a little bit. Um, if you're in a super deep league, like even some of the deepest leagues I was in, I was able to grab Isaiah Ford for like nothing. Um, and if you're just like super desperate at wide receiver, which some of you guys do play in super deep leagues, like that could be a dart throw if you just need to go. And here's one too. Let's say that the situation is you've got Crowder and you're concerned about his hammy. So I have Crowder healthy at 26 mm-hmm. um, or, you know, slightly hampered, but you have him down at 34, which I'm assuming is that that's more a little bit yeah. rating. So if you've got that debate, I'd feel more comfortable putting Preston Williams in. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, the realm I probably have. Him sure. in the decision thought. Yeah. So nope, makes sense. Um, where are we at here? Tight so, end. Skisicki. If if Parker's out, I, I like him even more. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm still trying to. If I have Gesicki, I'm not like if I don't have the open roster, but I want to carry two tight ends, so I'm not right. dropping Gesicki for like Herndon, who is readily available, or OJ Howard, or any of those guys. Like I'm still gonna roll with Gesicki. If like Janu or Goddard were out there, then maybe I make that swap just because I think their matchup they're gonna be so much better this week. But uh, he's sure. not totally sank. Uh, we both have Gasicki at 13, 14 consensus 15. So there you go. There you go. All, All right. right. Final game. Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. Uh, 49ers and the Jets. Jimmy G, even in a great matchup, is outside the top 15 for both of us, uh, 18 and 17. He's just not somebody that you're starting. Like, I'm going to make that swap, but like, I'm putting Minshew over my back to back. But Minshew, Tannehill, those are guys that were available you're going to play. Um, I think you've talked about already. You're not loving Jimmy G this week. Might even move him back down a little bit. The you're weapons correct. are concerning. You're starting uh, You're starting Mostert. He's 20th for you, so he's top 20 for me as well. Um, are you starting Jarek McKinnon in PPR? No. Agreed. I, I think the Coleman thing was, I want to see it like in a normal week. There were questions whether he was going to play or not. So I'm not starting either of those guys, even if like Kittle's out, which could happen. Uh, the receivers, nothing really to, to speak of there i'm Uh, I'm looking at the show sheet to see where we one of us has a sitter start i'm trying to see who it is and i can't find it uh in this game yeah i probably just put it on the wrong the wrong line that's fine yeah i don't i don't think in this one not that i can find um in our in our notes here behind the curtain uh i where was i on san francisco oh it like if you had uh born last week if you had to play if you had to play him last week you could play him this week, but again, you, that's obviously in a super deep league that you had to roll him out there. And the reason for that is obviously the big question mark, George Kittle coming into the week here. Um, if he's active, I play him. But if he's not, would you start Jordan Reed? Uh, I was actually considering that, and <clears throat> I went to rank him, and the fancy pros thing didn't have a spot for him in here. Um, <laughs> Damn. Like, there was no respect for him. Yeah. Uh, rule 86 does not apply to those guys, I guess. Yes, so, not. Uh, no, if I would absolutely start him, it's, it could be the one game he's healthy for you. And mm-hmm. if, if Kittle isn't out there, I've got Kittle at 33. If he's yeah. injured, I got him around five, if, you know, five, <laughs> if he's not, cause I think he, that knee might hinder him a little still, even if he does play cause he didn't practice uh, today. But if he plays, you're starting him. If not, yeah, I would con- definitely consider Jordan Reed. He's, he's a slightly athletic player i mean let's talk about his rookie years i think they always like to talk about his college days right yes <laughs> uh it's a it's a handcuff situation pretty much you know like yep. if you have them that's fine the great the good thing is too not that it's great kills hurt because freaking sucks uh no. and he's not going to practice all yeah. week so 
Oh, yeah, won't won't really, practice. That's, that's the funny part. For those, right. Yeah. So the yeah. good the good thing, good and all relative, is that it, San Fran's traveling. So there could be the there could be the earlier report on Saturday, like oh he didn't travel with the team. Um, so you're gonna have a better idea. But regardless, they play the one o'clock games, so you have your full slate pretty much of options. But Jordan Reed's a fine plug and play. Um, I would like I would probably do that over you know guys off the wire like that are even less owned um like jimmy graham or, or ian thomas or something like or you know something like that so yeah uh and the, the jets we'll make this quick uh, we'll make this i quick mean and we'll, we'll end this bad boy <laughs> crowder pay attention to the yep. injury but he's a, if he's, he's a solid he's solid right if he's not injured i'm definitely starting uh crowder and I'll start the the tight end as well. If is Herndon, either way, Herndon. I'll start Herndon. I got him at eleven. So, yeah, I got Herndon at sixteen. I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm not getting over. I'm not playing him over Gasicki as an example, but I'm still okay rolling out there if he's your guy. And uh, I think that's it, man. Le'Veon Bell's obviously on IR. You guys know that. You're plugged in. Nobody to start there. You don't even need to own any of the Jets running backs, in my opinion. But if you want to go, be best luck to you. And yeah, I, stack, uh, I think that Adam for kicks and giggles, but uh, <laughs> at the end of my bench, end of my bench. Same. Yeah. Did the same. All right, man. I think that's it. So, uh, yep. yeah, we got uh, eight games in the books, eight games more tomorrow. And uh, why don't you take us out? All right. Uh, I'm going to say hit that waiver wire. You already did. Set those lineups, dominate your opponents. Till next time, we'll see you. See you. Let's go, Gardner Minshew!